Welcome back. Extra long for the holiday. I hope that we all had a good time enjoying the trade deadline holiday. It's pretty bumping, I'm not going to lie. It's uh, not how it usually goes. I feel like we'll be inching and scratching for one big move, but we got a couple this time, including some pretty big ones. First things first, Abel coming at you. Brandon's here. Yo, what's good? Joe's here. Hey. And we're trying to get this other episode going because this is a special one. We had a fun time with the last trade deadline one, trying to figure out what would happen. I mean, I don't even think we could have anticipated something as crazy as this, honestly, mm, right? Nah. nah. I mean, even though I did say Sabonis to the Kings, but but damn, definitely didn't know we didn't even touch this hard into Simmons trade. And that's how we're going to get into it today. Brandon, how's the, how's the end of the saga treating you right now? Man, I don't even know where to start. Like, there's so many ways to go about it, but, I mean, so for one, what do you, who, who won the trade? What do you guys think? Who Who's the better team now? Who has better chances? I think both teams kind of won on this one because the Nets got a lot of depth, and they got shooting, obviously, with Seth Curry, and the one thing they were really missing was, like, a defensive presence, and to have Ben Simmons come in and be able to guard, like, the best guy on every other team – that's going to take so much weight Sounds off of Kevin Durant's shoulders. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, I we don't really need to comment on, like, the mental health stuff that he said to not play for the Sixers. I think he's going to come right into the Nets and be able to play. So so this well, is my thing, though. Like, the very, like, immediate, like, like for the Nets right now, like, you still have Durant, who's going to be hurt for a while. We don't know when he's coming back. Kyrie still only plays half the games. So, like, are you just going to, like, bring Ben Simmons back and just leave him on an island, like, on home yeah, games? When, yeah, let him get his pickup runs in. Like, yes. I don't know, man. Like, he needs to work his way into shape. He's 25 years old. And, like, that's, like— And a, he hasn't played bad. And, and he, he hasn't played play basketball for training. every season. It's not like the dude's going to be, like, got tired legs or something. He hasn't been playing NBA basketball. Like, he literally needs to get his, his runs in. Yeah, but I t- I'm saying, like, he's I don't know if he's ready for, like, game time action, you know? I'm not saying they playing 40 minutes. They said he's a ways away, run, but right? I don't think it's too, too unrealistic so to think I, a little bit after the All-Star so break. So, like, you're yeah. going to have squad. games without nobody there, right? If Ben Simmons ain't back and KD's not back and Kyrie can't play, like, they're just going to have games with yeah, Bruce Brown, in, their leading scorer. If I was like, in Brooklyn, I wouldn't go to any Nets home games for a while. Yeah. That's just me. I mean, They're probably Thomas like giving them out. Yeah. You know the meme where it's like, someone, be careful, guys. Someone just broke into my window, saw, t- <laughs> saw two Nets tickets, the and left four more. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's probably how it is right now over there in Brooklyn at the home games. I but, mean, unless Ben comes back soon, like, you know, who knows? But I mean, for, for I mean, because the thing I'm worried about is like, they're like basically in that playing territory right now. So, like, if you. Don't have anyone back for you know a month, like it's gonna be you're digging yourself a hole, you know. Now, like if you have if you're healthy and we're in the playoffs, this team is definitely gonna be pretty good. If Ben Simmons is back to what we know he could be, good defensive player, good rebounder, good you know passer, good in transition, but like now he's gonna have you know play off ball more. He's not gonna have any pressure. Kyrie, KD, gonna take all the offensive load, you know. Like this could be a good fit, but it's just all again. Kyrie has to play. Which is only like we don't know how much he's gonna play. KD if has to be healthy. If only something would happen. If only, dude. If only he's he frustrated. could play he's, every he, day. It's tough for him out there. He said, you know, like he wishes Maybe he could be out day. there. Like there's not much he can Someday do right we'll now. Figure it out. There's but. not much he can do. So it's just like we have to wait. Damn. You know, and like, and and KD. Maybe this will be the motivation. Maybe this will be the motivation where he's like, I gotta put the team on my back. Can't leave him hanging. I, I mean, it, it's definitely a risk, obviously. But at this point, Harden wasn't happy. He's pretty much been sitting out anyways. When, like, the, the obvious tampering, like, going on here was that 
James Harden was threatening to go to Philly in the offseason anyway. So Brooklyn kind of had no choice here. Like but he was either going to leave so to, and they were going to get nothing or they had to take this package and just accept that way, Ben Simmons is a really good prospect. This is the best haul you could get. The only for way they would have got him for nothing is if they would have unloaded Ben Simmons' contract for nothing and unloaded Tobias Harris' contract for nothing. They would have gutted the team, which, like, sure, you can say that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. But, like, I, 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 if I'm the Nets, I might have, like, Try calling their bluff, me like you know. Let's see you do it, because like they have the contract would be they, too they, fat they don't, to sign Harden. It's a fifty million dollar contract. Daryl Morey could do anything. Bro. All right, well you have to unload Tobias to someone. All right, Daryl Morey would have called up Sam Presti and said, "Take like my next like children and all my draft picks and Tobias Harris, and then we're good." You He's know, getting written into written into his will. Yeah, whatever everything. whatever you'd have to do to get James Harden in. James Harden and him are linked forever eternity. I mean, obviously, that's why the Nets probably like. Got worried, like, because I don't think like Harden was like straight up, I'm gone, but like they clearly were worried that it was a strong possibility that we're like just not taking the chance. Like, I don't know, we'll man. it get... seemed pretty obvious to be tampering that him and Harden were in contact the whole time, and that it was just like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm gonna come there, so like, either get it done now. Wait, or you're saying I'm this gone. is Daryl Morey's master plan when he left Years the Rockets, the quite he possibly, was like, hey, quite man, possibly. Like, we can't do much here, I'm just gonna go somewhere else. With an all-time great center and I'll get, like Joel I'll bring Embiid. You here. It's like Ocean's 22 right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah straight up. The ultimate straight heist up. movie right here. Yeah, is just hijack, hijack the process from the Sixers. Like, I it's mean, kind of insane. Like, think about like He has ties to Sam Hinkie, too. So, I mean, it's it's all there. It's I all mean, there. just kind of crazy. Eight years ago, you know, like when these guys were drafting Nerlens Noel and Okafor and Embiid and, like, you know, Simmons, and they finally get, a, you know, a team. And, like, this is the process. Like, who would have thought it would have ended with Daryl Morey and James Harden. Like, it's kind of insane to think about yeah. it, you know? I mean, right now, Harden and Embiid are two of the best, like, free-throw manipulators in the game, too. So this is just going to be a lot of free-throw oh, basketball. I think, I mean, it's going to be— Sixers games are going to take three hours. Yeah, <laughs> Sixers games like might be pushing the limits match, for what you can advertise. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be prime real estate. Why are we talking about the Kevlis mango so much? we got <laughs> to cancel ourselves, It's a business, bro. man. The trade yeah. deadline reminds you this yeah. is a business. No, I'll bleep all this shit. Cut all this shit. This is just the 2K assets being thrown around. Oh, fuck. Any trade could happen. NFT. And it's no, pretty no, wild. No, no, no. We can't go there. I mean, so so you think that like it, it, like this is what the Nets wanted? You think they wanted Ben Simmons? He fits. Well, they like, wanted his heart into like I just think Brooklyn, tell me, tell but me it a better package. Didn't work out. I don't know that they would have got a better package. I mean, I don't know. You know that I don't know. If, ben like, Simmons fits in a perfect need that they have in terms of a defensive presence that can take the the load off of Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant was having to do a lot last year and for sure defensively no, now without Jeff Green it's really going to be even fit. more I'm just so saying, like, going, he's better like, than Jeff Green for that position it's a, it's a short term risk long term returns though and, I and mean, they still got him for like three or four years no, he's, ben Simmons he's under contract so like I mean long contract if, if I mean KD's just resigned so like he's going to be there for a while he's obviously getting older and he's getting hurt but like for you know if you assume that he's going to be healthy in the playoffs and he's just you know load managing he's he, he just has the game to age gracefully if Kyrie and Ben Simmons are long for the ride, like KD could like have a nice, you know, little Tom Brady run, you know, and late in his career right now, you know, like these are good guys, like, you know, both these guys are young enough. Now, the thing that is no one's really talking about is Kyrie's like could be a free agent after this year too. Like he has a player option. He's literally exact same situation as James Harden. I guess he has, I mean, who knows what his trade value was. So I don't know if like, it, it's just a weird thing, but. I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't look into that, but maybe Kyrie said well, like, early no, in the year gonna... it used to be Kyrie for Ben Simmons. That, that was, was the yeah, early because rumor. no one because no one expected that they would trade James Harden a year after giving up eight first round picks, Jared Allen and Karis Levert. Levert. So yeah. that's what now it comes down to. Do you think would you rather have Ben Simmons or would you rather have Karis Levert, Jared Allen, and you know six first round picks or whatever? 
Probably Jared Allen and Karis LeVert, honestly. I mean, Jared see Allen's what Jared Allen really, is. Be- I mean, yeah, that, Jared, Jared Allen and Karis well. LeVert are literally It would have been hard to Cavs. predict that Jared Allen yeah, would become somehow they ended up both on the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. T- time's a flat circle, honestly. Honestly, yeah. dude. <laughs> Time to, Go for Cleveland, fun. man. I mean, I, we'll see what Karis LeVert, he's always had, like, really good stretches, but he's never really been an efficient player. If he can be an efficient player for them, then, yeah, Cleveland will really be one of the best teams in the East. So, what, you'd rather Ben Simmons, do you think, then? I think... Only because of the need that they have on that team, it's just that they need a defensive player. So it it, it fits for me. That, yeah. That's why I would do it. In terms it. of perimeter, yeah, I guess you're right. Because that way KD could be a little bit more down low, get help blocks, I mean, help defense could, blocks. Simmons could literally guard of, one through five, you know. Yeah. Like Simmons yeah. could guard. Yeah. Like So like this is the thing is like, are you putting Simmons on Embiid? When they play each other? No, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. I'll still More, put Drummond. For like a basketball sense? I'll have Simmons class, as a like, help defender. Simmons as like a double. A, a personal sense? Like, are you nah, not trying to put Ben Simmons yeah, in there? I, I'm not trying to get no. Ben Simmons cooked by Embiid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you really destroy a guy's Nash, confidence. Because, you know? I mean, yeah. Claxton is like, honestly, probably the same size as like Ben Simmons. Like, yeah. he's not that much bigger. No, he's not. Yeah, they're they're both pretty stocky. Well, no, Ben Simmons is pretty stocky and Claxton's not. You almost might say Ben Simmons is bigger. So that's why, I mean... That's the thing is like I don't know. And like, ben Simmons is bigger. He weighs like twenty five pounds more. So yeah. that's why like he might be the best bet. Now it's just a matter of you know Jedi mind trick level. Are you doing that? No, like, it's gonna be Drummond though. Legit. No, it would be Drummond. Be Drummond. Well, Drummond. No, I have to double. I, I mean, you just have to double minutes, and beat at this point. Playing. It doesn't work, he's but playing. you gotta try it. Like he clearly it's was a very part of this situation. Trade. It was a situational thing. And I mean, I've been complaining about their depth all all along. This is great for their depth. I mean, adding Drummond, adding South Curry, those yeah. are great yeah, pieces. Yeah, those are injections of offense and defense and rebounding, all, all three things that all they players need. That, and yeah, the Sixers have kind of depth to where they could afford. I mean, Drummond's really not much to anything to where he's actually pretty valuable on this Nets team. Yeah. And how Seth, many first-round picks was it? Just two, one? Two. 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 So two first-round picks. I mean, Seth Curry's obviously was pretty valuable on the Sixers, but I think they'd rather have, you know, James Harden. But, like, now, I mean, Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, Tobias. I don't really like, you know, Danny Green, but Thibault is still. Danny Green and Thibault are going to be running that three. Yeah. You know, like, they have a pretty solid they squad got bodies. here. You know? Yeah. Like, and then, I mean, the Nets, like we said now, they Shakes, kind of have at Shakes least five, getting six healthy guys. again in terms of depth. He's pretty solid, yeah, as a backup. Yeah, they got like Millsap, which is not a bad pickup yeah, for them. Yeah, you know. He won out of Nets. Situation. So overall, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts, but I feel like they all kind of worked it's out. Weird, like it, the, <laughs> it's weird because the basketball situation, I think it worked out. The I think the the Sixers are really happy. I think the Nets like it from a basketball standpoint. I think they're but the still, Nets would have liked to kept keep James Harden I, I think, happy. Yeah, they, they wouldn't have made know? all the moves that they made if they were going to so, move so, him in so the next now, year. Do you guys, they just didn't open enough strip clubs. That's what, they came that's down what down. I'm saying. Do you guys Brooklyn. blame James Harden for this? At the end of the day, no, everyone no, no. deserves to it's... be happy. If he wasn't happy, that's on them. Who am I to talk about how James Harden, what makes him happy, you know? If he makes him happy to be in Philly, it makes him happy to be in Philly. I feel like it, the like... fact that it worked out for both teams makes it even better. If it was, like, clearly, like, they gave up nothing or they got nothing in return for him because yeah. he was so unhappy, yeah. maybe a different situation. But both of the trades, so Houston that, got a good package. That's kind you know, of why it was my Sixers thing with the got Houston a good, Or the uh, Nets got a good package. Like, yeah, you could say he was dogging in. He wanted out, but like Darren Morey left, Dan Tony left, and he was like, "I just, I'm not, I'm ready to leave." They didn't really care. They took it into the season, and he just didn't really play that well. But he still kind of played well. And then they end up getting eight first round picks. They don't have a good roster to what, which allowed him to get the second pick, which got him Jalen Green. So I think Houston's pretty, you know, set. And now, you know, the Nets after getting him are getting Simmons and like a solid return. Like he's worked his way out. You know, not the best way you would think, but like. At the end of the day, do you do you hold it against him? I don't hold it against him, but it's just it's something that people are always right going now. to talk about and say that like he's someone who it's seems like trip. he's very tough to please as a superstar. It seems like with every player so that he's with, would you have been with, pleased with what the Nets gave him this year? 
It's not just about the Nets thing. It's it's about every situation in the past. Would you have been pleased with what Houston gave him last year after firing Daryl Morey and D'Antoni and not having anything Definitely to show not for? Houston, but Nets no, is no, a different he, si- uh, situation. I mean, he's Nets is with a different situation, and the Houston one with Chris Paul is obviously a different situation. I think the Nets one, I would say, obviously Kyrie Irving is the main reason why he's doing it. It's not like James Harden was just like, I'm not happy here playing with Kevin Durant. You know, it was like, I'm not happy here because Kevin Durant's out. And this guy only plays half the games, which is understandable. Yeah. That's a position that I think most humans would take. You know, if your coworker who's supposed to help you and take half the workload is like, actually, I'm going to get a little bit more rest tonight, bro. I'll That's see why you I on think the next he, one. like people are saying, is he going to be those, are, You got the extra work. Yeah, that'll piss me off too. You're I, doing I, all I of the it. PowerPoint, you know? Yeah. yeah That's I, why I would, like, I would feel the same way. If he, people are saying, is he going to coexist with Embiid? But I feel like he's probably expecting to, right? Oh, dude, the Harden Embiid pick and roll, pick and pop yeah, is going to be, be unguardable. I mean, I mean that's dude. why. But the basketball fit on both sides, like Simmons being that, you know, being the Puzzle screener yeah. more than being, you know, the handler in a pick and roll situation. Like I feel like he's going to be in a better situation. And like jo- uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid, like I think, are, I mean, it's going to be a weird fit because they both kind of want the ball. But I think it, it could fit though. Like it'll be pretty it'll good, fit, honestly. It'll like fit. It'll nobody else can score on this team. Yeah, Nobody else can score on this team. They gave up Seth Curry. They literally only have two scores. Everybody <laughs> else is, can operate no, around them. He's a solid Tobias third, can score. And, I'm sorry. and then Tyrese. Tobias Apologies honestly is Tobias like a pretty good third Tobias guy. Tobias and Maxi. Tobias and Maxi. Maxi, yeah, Maxi's turned into shots. a guy like they have a pretty good squad. So they have a very they very played it well solid by not trading them. They played it well by not trading them. Oh, they won the trade by keeping Maxi for sure. They won the trade by keeping Maxi. Just thinking that like Daryl Morey. I was like, dude, just get CJ McCollum, man. Like, let's do this. But like, all right, the thing none of us foreseen, which I guess this was the this was the thinking, right? Was that he's waiting for something that we don't see coming right now, right? Like, there's gonna be a a player that wants out. Mega brain day, yeah, and it's like. Like, it's going to happen. He just sees the cycles of this league that, like, it's a matter of time. He didn't think it was going to be the exact same player from last year. Dude, is, is Daryl Morey a time, tra- um, time traveler? Right? Yeah, I think this, that's the segment we have dude, to talk about. Dude, he had about. this magical yeah. thing called James Harden's cell phone number, bro. That's all it was, <laughs> man. All, all he had to do was text him and be like, yo, you want to come here? And he's like, yeah, Morey's no. like, man, let hey, me tell send, you about Philly. Sending them some Yelp reviews on some strip clubs. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, look at those like, three-star establishments over there. All these Philly stakes I found, bro. We could try them all together, man. It's up to you. Like, he was in, bro. He was in. That's I don't know. Like I, I get it from honestly all sides. It's just it's it's so weird because it's like everyone's happy but everyone's sad at the same time. Like it feels like there's a lot of negative energy surrounding well, this trade. That's because Doc Rivers shipped away his southern. It's uh, southern oh, that's, that's really, the negative yeah, energy. Yeah, that's, 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 a bad that, yeah, that's a bad karma, oh, man. That Thanksgiving dinner is gonna. They're be not gonna little... win now, but are they even gonna know? go? I mean, are they gonna go to Thanksgiving dinner? Who it's knows? Bigger than basketball, bro. <laughs> Honestly, dude. No, I mean it, it had to happen. I I still think they are gonna miss his shooting, but. We can get James Harden. There's no way I'm going to tell you that you don't do what Daryl Moore did for this trade. So, so are you? You're just locked in signing this guy the five year supermax. I mean, you kind of have to. You unless do unless him and Embiid for whatever reason just don't gel. Yeah. So, so Bobby Marks, the guy that you know, is that ESPN I mean, I don't know about five years though. He, is he going to play until he's 37? I don't know. Bro, probably they have to do year. it. That's what he's going to want. He, he probably he will. wants the max. And Daryl Moore is going to do it because Daryl Moore is his best friend. So it's it's not even a discussion to me. It's going to happen, bro. This doesn't. People, people this are saying that this is going to be the worst contract. The way we're talking about Russell Westbrook and John Wall, that's how we're going to be talking about John, James Harden potentially if he three, can, four years from now. If he can learn from LeBron and if he can learn from Chris Paul and realize, like, all right, I'm just going to start taking care of my body now. I'm getting older. I have to, you know what I'm saying? He does play the game I have a slow, chance to win a so like, at least that's good. He has the game and explosive. he's a good passer. Yeah, yeah. He should be he's able to crafty. age gracefully. He just has to want to take it seriously because every year he comes into the league out of shape to start the season. Yeah. That's what he does every year. Like, there's no way around it. Like The thing is, he was pretty durable up until this last, you know, year and, and a half. time catches everybody, bro. It's so not. like, it's, I don't know. that he, he hasn't really had 
to to do that. You know, like he's been so good without really, you know, caring to where now he's probably just gonna have to realize at some point like he has to care now. This is the best chance he's ever gonna get, bro. He's never been in a better situation to win a championship. And B might be. I mean, mean, obviously, Durant. I would say the Nets. But it might be the best. The Nets could have been, but they never fucking coalesced. They only played sixteen games games together. Guess what? You know who played the most games out of? All those that was James Harden. It's not, I'm not saying it's so his fault. I'm not saying it's his like, fault. I'm just I saying think, it didn't happen. So I mean, this is the best opportunity he's ever for sure. Have. I just think like if they if he uh, it's it's crazy because I wonder like he must have just really been like Katie might get hurt or Kyrie just not Bro, gonna play multiple like, times played, he joked I'm gonna fucking eject you he Kyrie. Did. That's why he clearly he was so mad that Kyrie would not was, do it. That's what this is and all he about. He just clearly realized that that was not gonna come to a resolution this yeah. year because. I mean, like we've seen it. If they three, if the three of them play together, I think they were a guaranteed title this year, right? Like I don't know if it was guaranteed. He but honestly did the best. It was, by, world it was a favor. favor. We all, he did the we best all came world a favor because otherwise we would all been like, yeah, this season was fun, and then all three of those dudes come on the court, and it's like game over, dude. We would fucking stop <laughs> yeah. all three of them at the same time. Like, so thank you for having this turmoil and creating a, an equal balance, James. Because honestly, yeah, it does. Like now there's the five teams of life, man. in the yeah. East. yin and the yang. You know? The yin and yang definitely fucking worked out because otherwise, yeah, that that shit would have been a death star. So what do you, what do you got? Sixers or Nets? Or you still got Bucks still? Or Man, Bulls? Do you think Bulls or Heat? I'm going with Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant is better in that specific matchup. I'm still taking the Bucks because of uh, cohesion. Bucks not I just look can't. Great. I just can't no, go. Have you seen the, the, the regular when they played together with Drew played. Middleton and Giannis? It's still like 26 and like five. It's kind of like don't Bucks. knock them until they they have yeah, give they you a have reason. To lose you know, like crown. don't they fix what's broken and the Bucks aren't broken. And if they were like they're really they're really good. 20 and like 15, I'd be like you're right, but they're still like I don't know like a 80 percent win percentage with those three. Like, are you just taking them because you trust them more, or you think Giannis. on a basketball Giannis. team, Giannis, looking Giannis, at the roster, Giannis. their roster is better than the Sixers? Giannis is better than Durant because I think I'm taking it's Durant. It's one A, one B, and I don't know how well him and Ben Simmons are going to go right away. If they collect and somehow Ben Simmons has worked and on Drew's a jump a shot, tough matchup. For That's Kyrie. why this almost tells. If, oh yeah, Drew's definitely a perfect Drew's a tough match. matchup for Kyrie. For sure. He's a tough matchup for Harden. Giannis and Embiid are going to go at it. So I think the Sixers have a better chance this year. I think that the the Nets, I think getting Ben Simmons, like I said, knowing that he's younger, he's locked up. Like I think they're they're clearly going to compete this year, but I think they're just like let's just this is what our team moving forward, you know, next year and beyond, you know. Like I said, hopefully Durant ages gracefully. I don't think they're like we have like it, I feel like with Harden it was a sort of championship or bust. I don't know if it's exactly championship or bust for the Nets right now where I think Sixers, it sort of is like. Well, Kevin Durant's locked up for what, two, three more years. I think he just resigned. I think he's so locked like up for a, a three, four a more years. Yeah. So there's no time running clock with that. You know, no. as long as you got Kevin, you're all right. And obviously they just got Ben. So those so, like, two. Those are, two are good. I mean, they got a window. They got as long as those two are there. It's up to if Kyrie resigns or not. But even then, you know, like who knows? As long as you got these two guys, I think they're and looking I think forward. The only two things that would happen with Kyrie is either he retires or he comes back because he wouldn't do Kevin Durant like that. Him and Kevin Durant are supposed to be very close. Like that would be the ultimate betrayal, honestly, to go to another yeah. team. Like I think Kevin Durant I mean, would be very pissed off. If, if, that if you'll have me, I'll resign. I mean, what if I don't know? We'll Perhaps see. the games. I mean, we'll see. We'll yeah. see where the pandemic is at at that point. But yeah, I mean, I feel like you have to expect them hopefully to resign and just actually the world to settle down in terms of the pandemic and yeah. he'll, he'll be playing full games hopefully. But this year, but this year. But this year, this no, year, I mean, this year it's going to we'll be... too many question marks we'll with the Nets. Lot, with ben a lot of question marks. We have no idea what he yeah, is. Yeah, you're right. I guess for the postseason, I'm taking the Sixers. I'm taking the Sixers when it comes down to the postseason. Because if I don't have Kyrie for half the games, then I can't take 
the Nets in a seven game series. And, you know? Like I don't, th- I think uh, Raptors don't even have fans, right? In Canada, no, they yeah, don't. Yeah, so, like, yeah, Kyrie wouldn't even so be able to Nets, go. I think because he's not vaccinated. So if the Nets yeah, played the, the, the Raptors, you play. literally wouldn't play the whole series. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, definitely the Sixers. But we'll have to wait and see. I mean, all right, but that's what I was saying. You got the yin and the yang, the top fighting for the top of the conference in the East. Next biggest trade is t- fighting for like the bottom of the playoff picture in the West, which is that's a bonus trade. I think that completely changes the dynamic of that whole playing tournament because the Kings are trying to make that playing tournament. I guess if they're trying to get some bonus, giving up their biggest asset in Halliburton, like I think that's a huge reach to literally fight for a ten seed. It's going to be pretty wild. Yeah, I just I know that the Kings are an organization that is starving for some playoff time, and they really just want to give their fans something to be excited about, but. Really hard to get a guard at 21 years old like Tyrese Halliburton who could shoot the three off the dribble from like 40% off the catch, same, like 40%. And like one of the best like passers, you know, average 19 and 10 for a month with Darren Fox out. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I can only say that I wish that they would have maybe traded Fox over Halliburton because they're, they're, this is a short-term game. You know, his bonus is going to have some great numbers and they might make that, that 10 spot and have a fun game, but they're not going to win any – big things with this with this core i mean it's gonna be tough yeah but i the thing that it, at least it goes hand in hand where like at least they could work together like you got a big you got a darren fox you got a guard it's you know? gonna so that's be a little bit more it's gonna working be together than a like, good partnership compared to two guards and then their front core was anchored by rashawn holmes or like yeah. anchored by marvin bagley yeah. you know that's like completely different levels to how good sabonis is compared to them but i mean is it gonna be enough that's what i'm saying it's such a weird trade because you're just trying to get into that last eight seed or that 10 seed for the playing tournament and you're giving up your best young player 21 year old Halliburton who's shooting lights out yeah literally in my opinion I thought that was an untouchable asset that's why I didn't even put him in like our trade deadline episode that was what the reports were man so Sacramento always gonna Sacramento I guess I mean I would just say let's kind of slow the roll a little bit (laughs) I mean you're a fan of the trade I'm not I wouldn't have done it but like at the same time like Coming out of out of, in that draft, it was a given that like Halliburton, like the thing was like Halliburton's not doesn't have necessarily star potential, but he's the most NBA ready player out of the draft, like guaranteed. And last year he was probably the most NBA ready player as a rookie. You know, mm-hmm. you could, just, he just he looked like he he belonged, and in this year he looks like he belongs. But as we've seen, Anthony Edwards and Lamelo have higher potential probably. So I yeah. would just say like, what do you what do you think Tyrese Halliburton's ceiling is? All star, okay. All star for sure. Well, like, well, but, well, like, like Dejounte Murray esque, but like better shooting. Okay, yeah, really better shooting because he's forty percent from three. I mean, yeah. for sure, he's already good shooting. Dejounte Murray is really good for the Spurs, honestly. He's, be, I mean, he's like top three. And, but in like, what are, what are they the doing? League. Like, is he a guy that could build? You could build a team around. He's still probably a third guy, based right? Based on the month that he just had at twenty-one years old, yes. I mean, obviously they he's, weren't winning, but the shooting numbers were very, very good. I think he's still like you're probably your second or third guy. I mean, we'll see. And he's and, so young that you kind of don't really Indiana, know. But this, like, that's, that's so the thing is like that, that, on, a, so, on a Kings franchise that probably isn't doing too much for him in terms of his but development. But that's the thing is like we all like people in their second year. We always just have this like aura around it that like there's this unknown potential. Like Tyler, like Tyler Harrow was untouchable two years ago, right? But now like. He's literally averaging twenty points per game, and I feel like his value is lower now than it was like after his rookie year. Because for some, like we just think like there's so much potential with these young rookies and second year players, and like I think there's he's gonna be really good. I like it. He probably will be end up being a better player than Sabonis, but like Sabonis is really good too, you know. Like and like I think no, I agree. That's what I'm saying. The thing is, I think they tried trading Fox, 
and just and got they just and they didn't buy, no one nobody wanted no, nobody them after wanted how them and they were like we, we just basically have to just roll with Fox and just they I think if they would have they would have wanted to, but also at the same time like but like the Kings should have the leverage because the Pacers were trying to get rid of Sabonis everyone knew that but what do you yeah. what do you, I'm not getting if you were trying to get rid of Sabonis why, what is Fox gonna do for you I'm not gonna taking Fox He's you're trying to get rid very, of Sabonis because Sabonis is making very you competitive funky this year and, and you're trying to get way. a young player yeah or draft picks or something. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. What you're saying is essentially it's not the King's Ransom that some people are making it out to be where they were like, they gave the prize jewel away for like someone that's like, okay. You know, they're giving away a diamond for like an emerald type of situation. It's kind yeah. of more like, they're, they're, it's a comparable trade. It's a competitive trade. I mean, it's a trade that we see happen all the time where a team gives a young player for a for an established, an established veteran, all-star veteran do, yeah, yeah perennial all-star i mean that's what i'm saying and it's it's worked out well so far in the very small sample size i mean Sabonis has looked good darren fox has looked good and i mean harrison I mean, barnes and rashawn they be, they holmes like, this is a good squad like together you know like honestly like on paper this is not a bad roster also sneakily got DiVincenzo. Yeah. So that's actually like that's also that play, a good yeah. pickup. But and then getting Trey Lyles too. So they added some depth. I mean, Davian Mitchell is honestly not looked bad when he's played. I mean, that's why I think they wanted to get rid of I mean, they again like Halliburton probably had the highest dra- like trade value out Buddy of the three of them. Buddy Hills though. Buddy Hills hurts. He does, but again, it was there, there was too many guards. I think getting DiVincenzo kind of helps a little bit. So like, I don't know, like I would. I think they had to give a Buddy Hill just to make the contracts work for Sabonis. But yeah, Divincenzo might be a little bit better of a defender than Buddy Hill. Obviously, Divincenzo is still working back from yeah, that injury. Yeah, if, he, if he's like healthy. But yeah, Buddy Hill's more like JJ Redick, where he's more offense than anything. He's not really holding anybody down on the other end. You're not wrong about that. I mean, for, so what about what are the Pacers doing? They're just playing for the long term then, because now they got a building around Halliburton. Because yeah. or I mean, Malcolm Brogdon kind of gets hurt fairly. Like every like month, I'm trading you know? him this off season if I can. Yeah, he just can't stay healthy. So, so it's Halliburton and Duarte. That's what they're building around. Halliburton, Duarte, and Buddy Hill, like Miles, Miles Turner wants to stick around now because he likes Halliburton, which I think he, that would be a good which you know, makes fit sense. Together. Yeah. They're both pretty young. They could definitely have a good career together. Pick and roll partner, both good defenders. I mean, Halliburton needs to put on a little bit of weight. He's definitely still a little small, but he's 21. You know, that's gonna come in time. Yeah, as long as he's hitting it. I mean. We'll see how the Indiana development treats him compared to the Kings' development. Yeah. But, I mean, overall— We saw I mean, what Rick Carlisle did for Luka, so it's like if you give him a really good point guard, I think I think he can get the most out of him. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. So you guys are saying Kings fans are a little dramatic by saying welcome to hell? Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> think it should like, be I think a it might actually work out. I just don't think that it's going to be like as, as rewarding as it would have been developing Halliburton. If I was a fan, obviously, I would have rather thing is, kept like, Halliburton. I mean, I guess like they're just holding on to anything. To win. This like legit might, gives them a chance to make the playoffs. I think like the playing tournament, they're fighting for the tournament. I get it. But, like, I get it. If you trade the playing tournament is... for draft picks or like just salary filler and stuff, and like you're just if you build it on Halliburton, you're still kind of like you know pedaling backwards a little bit. You know, yeah. like I think this team is just tired and wants to get that ninth seed. You know, and like no, hang a banner. It's, it's just a short term. Yeah. Hang that playing loss. Short term fix. <laughs> Short term figs. They gotta nah. put something up there, man. It's, yeah. get, it's getting a little. This, this trade's too depressing. We gotta talk about another trade. We gotta talk <laughs> All right, about. Well, trade. if you want to talk depressing of fighting for the ten spot, what what better place than the Pelicans for the next one? Getting CJ McCollum. Yeah. I mean, is that enough to shake it up? We're, I mean, I, we're I think really sexy with these two trades on the bottom of the Western Conference, but I think the Pelicans one is more fun because now they have a really, really good offense between him, obviously Brandon Ingram and. 
Valachunas, Zion, question mark, it's who like knows all when. all offense, though. Yeah, it's, it's all offense, Devontae no Graham, defense. Like, not Devontae one player Graham can't plays defense anybody. on this. Well, Brandon Ingram team. is okay. I mean, but he's yeah. Like, he's the guy I'd be like, if he's, like, my worst defender, I feel good. Like, if him yeah, and Zion but, are but my worst defenders. Yeah. Yeah, but there you don't want them to be your best. Yeah. Like, yeah. Valachunas is big, but if you get him in a pick and roll, he can't guard nobody. No. So they got a lot of problems on defense, but on offense, they're pretty tough to guard. I think they can run a lot of good actions with C.J. McCollum handling the ball. I mean, I don't think they really gave up much. You know, Alexander no. Walker, uh, Josh Hart, first-round pick. Like, they have so many— like, Josh some, Hart is valuable to what they Josh were able Hart's to do this fine, year, Josh Hart's fine, but, like, I they think I'd rather upgrade. They had this stretch, though, where they went 8-8, eight and eight, you know, and he was a big part of I it. I think having C.J.'s, you know, 20-point-per-game scoring— and he, like, Should like, be able I think, to like, cover up. Having a guy, like, that's just, like, an adult in the room, having, like, a veteran, Andre Godala-style, like, for Zion and Ingram, I think— it's pretty valuable. So it's like, another good faith sign to Zion. Like we're getting real guys here that have made all. Well, he hasn't made an All Star team, but, but have averaged twenty points per game and could, been an really All-Star good All Star caliber player. I mean, that first round pick they gave up is probably though. the best. The, the best asset they gave up. Who's that? They got a twenty twenty two first round pick, only top four protected and fifteen to thirty. So essentially, if so it's anywhere in the lottery. It's yeah, not so that's why that, that's the Pelicans pick. So that's why. Yeah. and that, the Pelicans. I mean, they're so like what, on the border where so that like, tells me that they, they think. Zion might Zion be coming back. back, and they they're gonna make a playoff. Optimism. Like, there's no way they're just gonna throw away, you know, a potential. You know, I mean, I guess top four is protected, so if it ends up being seven, they'll like live with that. They'll you know trade the seven pick for CJ McCollum. But this is basically what the Bulls were doing last year, where it's like we're trading our draft pick, hoping you know for Vooch and hoping to get a you know in the play-in, and then it ends up being the eighth pick, which is a pretty good pick. So I was, I'm hoping you know that doesn't work out for the Pelicans like ends that. Up being more, it's Wagner. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean that's why. Nice, like, but what are you gonna do, man? Portland, honestly, you gotta risk it to get the the veteran presences, like you're saying, on your team. We wouldn't have got Demar. We wouldn't have got Lonzo, who's not a vet, but someone who saw something. You I know? mean, so you gotta do these moves. The, the Zion, the Zion re-signing is probably the silver lining of this trade because hopefully this is more like initiative for him to re-sign yep. and down the road I and actually want to play. he's going to resign, right? Like, hey, man, I, 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 I couldn't know. guarantee anything. The way he's handled all this, I, I have no but choice but to assume that something's going on there. I don't know that he has the best relationship. Yeah, this whole this whole foot injury has been mad sus. And there's, there, was that weird, there was that one weird story where, like, somehow there was a report where Zion was chilling with David Griffin and he played, like, the piano for him. And then when he was asked about it, he's like, no, that never happened. Like it's just like all this weird <laughs> stuff where David Griffin and him just have not been on the same page. So it's just like about a I don't piano know. playing. Yeah, like if that's my GM and that's my best player, like that's awkward. I don't understand. When are we getting to like the fake trades? I mean, that are actually realistic I don't want to be this, this guy. Point. I don't want to be this creating narratives guy. I'm just saying, there's these weird <laughs> things that are happening with them. Let's hope it all coalesce because this would be a fun team to at this least be a fun team. See play. I mean, I, that's why a lot of people were kind of like almost bashing both sides. We're like, what is the Pelicans doing getting this guy that doesn't really help them? Which I think it does help them. It's uh, you know going forward, not even necessarily this year, but like no, it helps them going that's... forward. And then the weird thing was the no medical. The no medical uh, yeah, examination yeah. is—it just doesn't doesn't bode well to be like, hey, yeah, we'll give you this guy, but don't ask any questions about his past. You know, like he's fine, even though like he's that. been injured. He just had a collapsed lung. You know, that's not a normal injury. That's that's a fairly very strange and concerning injury. You know, yeah, no, that doesn't just happen to guys. I don't know. I'm I'm not a doctor, but McCollum is weird. playing, yeah. but he's had issues all year. It's weird. Staying healthy and, and in the last couple it's of years. Career. It's so career. He's had random things, and who knows, man. So. Hope for the best for them. He's still an amazing offensive talent, and like we all said, is a veteran presence that's going to make I mean, them like, seem more legit. Everyone was like, what are the Bulls doing getting DeMar? 
And it's just and like, just, at, just get talent that helps, that's veterans. Yeah. And I think just, you know, you could flip CJ in two years, you know, for something. Like, for what you gave up, you could get that package back, you know, in two years from now. It's not yeah. like you're like you're really yeah. risking I mean, a lot. That's what it comes down to. They didn't give up to. a lot. That is, no. the, that is the best part about Josh it. Josh Hart's a really a good role player. He's not a star, you know. You can get and, and Josh Hart level player I mean, back. The, the worst part about it is the Nikhil Alexander-Walker whole, like, development was like started and that's why I beat But he Nate. was traded for like nothing but, immediately so that's yeah. just his value. He's definitely a project yeah. more than he is like actual... because they were like trying to make it make him have more playing time. Yeah, so the whole Lonzo failure. thing was, was like a, a terrible. Failure. I mean that's yeah. the thing that's just probably made... like the worst part of it is that the yeah. fact that like that they gave up on him. Complete egg. Not even sure. like trading him last year like yeah. straight up just like Yeah, not, not trading Lonzo. I mean the Bulls were interested just just trade him to the Bulls. He was going to come anyways. James Harden S style, you know. No tampering. NBA, don't don't be don't be coming at us like that. AK don't tamper. Clutch runs the league, bro. That shit just happened. Rich Paul, baby. We'll see how it plays out. I think it's pretty funny that literally the last two trades are just fighting for the 10 seat of the play-in tournament. Yeah, I don't, you know? I don't know that I, I feel like they're, they're these culture, are crazy moves. But... It's culture transition. Look at like, like, yeah. You think the Bulls would be – I mean, Vooch isn't even that big of a part this year. But just like showing that last year – It was influential. We, the team it wants to win. Yep. Like yeah. you're getting other teams – They're going you know, for it. You're, they're going, you're going, going yeah. for it. So yeah. you're getting Clear Levine to be just coming in. Like Levine played pretty hard last year in the – like you know, playing for Team America, you know, like Team USA. When we had the Chicago all-star game here he was he had a great season and everybody saw it, you know yeah so like that's why yeah, like, levine's been really good for years yeah at least two honestly. or three years now yeah. he's really showcased that last year was like kind of like his showing do to it. the world but he's been good for a while and i'm glad like finally he's had he has a supporting cast where he doesn't have to be the guy taking a bunch of shots and a bunch of contested step back jumpers yeah. so it's been awesome but we'll see if it pans out the same way with CJ McCullough. I don't know if CJ, Mc... I don't know. Like, I guess Zion and Ingram, like that's why and Ingram like... aren't built like Levine at this point because like Zion's obviously got this foot issue. Ingram's Ingram's good, but like it's like he's capped out a little bit more compared to Levine. Is like uncapped potential. I mean, he's been great. I, I think, but he's he... in a similar position to what Levine was in, where he doesn't have any help right now. Yeah, that's what I'm good. saying. We'll, we'll see how it uh, transitions. Yeah, with need, him getting balance McCollum, and then obviously if Zion. Comes, Zion's well, no. number one overall pick. It all yeah, depends. on Yeah, Zion, it depends right. on Zion. At this point, we don't know when he's going to come back. All right, but honestly, so we talked about kind of some mids teams right there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, yeah. but. Another, Talk about another a trade, trade that affects the playoff picture. Yeah, a little trade that affects. Let's get back to the East. I mean, the Cavs, another young team that's trying to figure it out, and them getting Karis LeVert kind of for chump change, is probably one of my favorite trades of the of the whole deadline. Honestly, yeah, it really fills yeah, a position every, of need yeah, for the Cavs. Twitter hipster take for sure. <laughs> well, like, when oh, you look at a Cavs right, team, Photoshop with no... me with a mug, a, a handlebar mustache, and a <laughs> yeah. beard. Yeah. You, you don't even. Right. You already got it, bro. Craft beer only, though. All right. Yeah. It's just the one thing the Cavs needed was a perimeter score because Darius Garland was carrying basically the entire offense. You know, so to add someone like Karis LeVert, who's always been comfortable with the ball in his hand and able to shoot from three or go to the basket, like it's just it's just a perfect fit for them. They just gotta hope that he doesn't try to think that like. He's gonna be the guy when Darius Garland has emerged this much this year. Oh no, and I don't think he's he's felt that way for a while. Yeah, he did. When he was on the Pacers, he was the guy this season. He was definitely the main yeah, guy. Yeah, but I mean, he kind of knew coming into the season with the Nets, he knew he wasn't gonna be like, or like last year, he knew he wasn't gonna be the guy. It's not. Like I'm just with, saying. With I'm Durant just saying this year with all the injuries that the Pacers have had, it's not like he's a he just 25 scored 40 point against game. the Bulls. Like he was he definitely has that in, in his a bag, role but it's not like it's where like he was a consistent. Like, like he's, 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 out. he's fine. Where, like I feel like he's this good is a good role where he doesn't. No, I know this should be a good role. I'm not saying it's a bad role. I'm saying I just hope that he knows that like, all right, I'm gonna be the Batman. Darius Garland is a star, a rising star in this league. Right. We see it. I th- I think you'd be stupid or blind to not see that. Honestly. I mean, you, and I everybody think has an ego. Blind, every so. player has an ego, and every uh, player one, thinks they're the one best. One of them guy. is an all star this year, though. 
So yeah. like, I think that guy gets uh No, I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm just saying one of them is Extra a lot older and that's why he's going to be like, yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. So that's why I don't know. I think he, no, he's he a should perfect get it. guy. He, he should definitely get it, obviously. He but. should get it. And it's like you said, man, another ball handler that's not as such high usage as Colin Sexton. So it's essentially, no, it's a, yeah, it's uh, a he's way definitely better fit. as high usage. I mean, at least as he high was, as Colin Sexton. He, I don't dude, think he was averaging high. like close to like 30 this year. Because I think that was out of necessity. That's out of necessity, man. Yeah, no, Rodgers I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just nobody saying. That's all I'm saying. He, he doesn't sure have to be like that. Colin Sexton has to be that yeah. way to no. be good. Right. Yeah. Levert doesn't have to be that way to be good. Right, right, right. He could play off He's ball. much better in a like more like condensed role, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly, which is great for them, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Sucks for Colin Sexton because he's probably out, honestly, now. But for the Cavs, I mean, that's another team that they're going to be in the middle of the pack. It's going to be interesting. Who? I mean, you're talking trying to talk the Eastern Conference playoff picture. This is another one that kind of like throw some more mud on some of these matchups. Because, yeah, I, I mean, mean, talk about a team that matches well with Philly. I mean, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. That's about as good as you get. It's honestly. about as good yeah. as you can get on Garden and Beats. It's so. just a matter of do you, can you, like, keep up scoring-wise, you know? Garland might be a year away from being the guy in a playoff series. Levert might be just, you know, who knows what we're going to get. Can he like, lock into some efficiency? So can like, he become, like, a, a really good scorer yeah, when it like, matters? If they're both getting their, you know, 20 a game, Le- dude, Le- like, Jared Allen legit, like... It's turned into an offensive player. Could score, dude. Like, yeah. it's not just, like, getting lobs and, you know, stuff. Like, he, no, like... flip shots. He's got a little post-game. It's yeah. muscle. Looks, you know? you feed him the ball, get, and he yeah, can get a shot. There. He's got some moves, man, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if he's been chilling with Dikembe or what's good, but... He's worked, man. He's been, he's he's been nifty, honestly. And yeah. it looks so funny, because it's literally, like, a praying mantis, like... Like working, yeah. like they're stinking by. They're like the Matrix, or just barely grazing the open spot. Yeah, he's got a good, got a good trainer or whatever too, because he just is stronger than guys out there. You know, he's yeah. not this strong as the last two years it's of his career, man. And I mean, he's been he's been able to stay healthy, which is one of the better parts. Yep. Honestly, yeah, we we love the Cavs, I mean, and we already think, love the Cavs. Are they? How are they actually in? Are, like, I think they're still a year away because they're so young. That's I think like, they're going to give some one of these teams a great seven game series. Isaac Okoro is so important on how, how he plays defensively and how he shoots a three. You think they have finals? Yeah, if he was a three point shooter, knockdown guy, they would be. Yeah, if Okoro, they would be if in Okoro gets his three, win a first round series. I think then, then they're really dangerous because Okoro is kind of that dark horse. He's probably one of their best perimeter defenders. If he's, not, he's, he if not is the best. best. He is the best. Sure. Yeah. He is the best. They're and better than the Derrick Rose first year of the playoff team that he was on, but I still think they're not totally ready to win a playoff series I, yet. They're I one mean, year away. I think it depends, it depends who they get, man. Their if, seed they get the, if they get the Celtics, if they get a top four seed, yeah, them. I, I think them, them and the Celtics, Celtics are going to be the lower seeds, though. It, I mean, it's obviously the tough the now Nets because have, so much, so many things. That the Nets and the Sixers yeah. and the Bucks have played underwhelming I mean, in terms a, of perspective. You're going to take them over like any of the other, the bottom teams, Raptors, Celtics, Hornets, Hawks. Like you're taking Cavs probably over all those teams, right? Like all the bottom teams for sure. But the thing is, like, where are they going to end up? You know, are they going to be make the playoffs? Do they win the second, the second round? Yeah. Uh, outright, or are they going to be playing the playing tournament? They're going to, if they're in the playing tournament, they're going to, they're going to fuck some shit up at the playing tournament. If they're playing in the playoff series, they're facing the Sixers, they're facing the Bucks, that's going to be tough. Or if they're in the lower half facing the Heat, that's going to be tough. Yeah. So I think they're like right on the cusp. I mean, but Karis LeVert gets them closer, and For that's sure. the beauty of the trade. I mean, sure, they, gave, they gave up some picks, but I, I mean, I personally love it. Position like I need. said, probably my my favorite trade of the of the deadline. But I mean, <laughs> over Harden, over the Drummond trade. 
<laughs> yeah, over the drummer trade. Come on, dude. Over the Seth Curry trade. I'm all. I'm a big Cleveland guy, man. Go get cut here. Let's go. I <laughs> Cleveland is I the say, reason. I would say outside of the Harden trade, I agree with you. It was, it was a really good trade. <laughs> nah, man. I'm all in on the hipster look. Yeah, Let's get yeah. it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap, though. I mean, yeah, unless you guys got that's any all of our trades, closing statements, like. say them now or RIP forever hold your peace. That's all we got to say. Yeah, the Porzingis era in Dallas, that was uh, fucking weird, yep. but I guess it worked out. <laughs> I guess they got I guess they got off the contract. I guess it's Lucas' team now. You know? Yeah, we'll see what Dinwiddie and Crypto yeah, can do. really passing the torch Mark down Cuban. to the Younglin, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> the new Padawan. Is, <laughs> yeah, see what we can do. I don't know, man. No, nah, but that's a wrap. I mean, thank you for joining us. Hopefully you had some fun just like we did because, like I said, man, these are some pretty bumping trades, pretty bumping Wild holiday. Wild trade season, yeah. And we're ready to run it back, and obviously we got a little into it today, but we're going to get it on some matchups and all-star break and all that good stuff down the road, so ride with us. Peace. Later. Deuces. Deuces.